The Man Whore Podcast is sponsored by Pure. The Pure app lets awesome people have casual sex tonight. Download Pure on Google Play or the App Store. Pure, the hookup app that says it's a hookup app. Now let's get to the show. Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. What's up, smooth daddies and baby Jews? This is Billy Presida, and you're listening to the Man Whore Podcast. <laughs> the The baby Jew thing will make sense later in the podcast, I promise. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Welcome to the show. Uh, I'm your host, comedian Billy Presida. Wow, what a month March was, huh? You had a bunch of naked episodes, had a really cool guest in John Berger, then we capped it off with my buddy Adam Lucidi sharing a beautiful love story about Periscope. Like, oh man. But, uh, you know, it's time that we get back to the bread and butter of this podcast, all right? If you are new to the program, this is a podcast where I, where I typically talk to women I've hooked up with about sex and dating and why we didn't work out. I'm very excited to share with you my conversation catching up with Jordan, whereas she's in my phone, Jordan Tinder. I'm going to tell you a lot more about her in a bit, but first, show dates, people, show dates. Okay, this Sunday, April 9th, I will be doing a roast battle at Comedy Fight Club. That is down on the Lower East Side at a bar called Lovecraft. It's at 10 p.m. It is free, and if you want to see comedian Chrissy Mayer make fun of me in really terrible ways, Come on out. It's typically a really fun time. You can also watch that, by the way, on Periscope uh, if you follow at Comedy Fight NYC. And uh, the next one, this other thing isn't comedy related, but on April 12th, I will be hosting a trivia night at the Watering Hole in Manhattan. Okay, that's on 19th Street. So if you want to hang out with me, have some drinks, answer some fun trivia questions and meet some uh, some fun people, some fun singles. Go to onspeeddating.com, sign up for the trivia event on April 12th, use the promo code BILLY5 for $5 off your ticket. There will be a link in the show notes. And lastly, uh, save the date, people. April 26th, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be doing another Fan Whore Facebook Live Hangout. I want you to put it in your iCal or in your GCal or your ex-Cal, whichever Cal you use, or maybe you have a friend named Cal and he just you know sent you a text when you have things to do. I want you to write it down. I want to see you there if you weren't there already. Had a great we did this last Wednesday. It was super fucking fun. It exceeded my expectations. We had hundreds of viewers, had a really cool core audience that uh, of co- of commenters that were pretty consistent throughout the time. It was so much fun. Uh, I got to ask you questions. You got to ask me questions. It was, it was a good time. We played Two Truths and a Lie. I had a really fun time setting that up. We also covered everyone's opinion on rim jobs because uh, I'm here talking about the important topics. Who cares about the White House and Russia? We need to cover butt things. <laughs> so it was a really fun time. Uh, I have a message to read from one of my $20 patrons, Andrew Sparksfire. 
Because if you give me $20 a month, I will read whatever you tell me to verbatim up to 60 seconds. So this is what he sent me. Uh, Can you just mention in your own words (laughs) how we're friends? I'm the founder of Hacienda, which is the sex party you go to. And in fact, the only sex party you pretty much go to right now. And in fact, I kindly just sponsored you on Patreon. And all I wanted to ask for in return was for your fans to follow me at my official Facebook page, Andrew Sparks Fire. That's uh, facebook.com slash Andrew Sparks Fire page. That's where I post updates about what Hacienda is up to and information about the many upcoming sex ed events that we host. And you can throw in whatever other commentary you like about Hacienda or me or whatever. Does that make sense? Hey, I said I would read it verbatim. Uh, I told you I'm going to Ron Burgundy this thing. I will add this about Andrew Sparksfire, who is a fine man with a wonderfully European accent. And I say European because I can, I can never seem to nail it down. Uh, but he is a fine man who is, uh, who, again, is the founder of Hacienda. He has opened up his home to a bunch of awesome, amazing, sexy weirdos who I've gotten to connect with, who some of whom you've heard here on this podcast. He has fostered an amazing community. And if you want to learn more about Hacienda, which a lot of you have emailed me asking, be like, Billy, how do I learn more about Hacienda? This is the first step. Go like his fan page, facebook.com slash Andrew Sparks Fire page. Uh, and spelled exactly how it sounds. I'll put a link in the show notes. I want to say uh, thank you, Andrew, for your very generous pledge on Patreon. And if you would like me to read up to 60 seconds of your words on this podcast, go pledge at least $20 at patreon.com slash podcast. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash podcast. Of course, Me reading your fine words on the show is not the only benefit of being a patron. There are many others at that level. Uh, This just happens to be one of them. So uh, thank you again, Andrew Sparksfire. And shout out to all the fun people over at Hacienda. I'm sure I shall be seeing you soon. (laughs) Speaking of Patreon, speaking of, uh, of rewards, speaking of perks and bonus things, look, Adam Lucidi is a funny motherfucker. He was, he was, his episode last week was fantastic. His bonus episode, I feel really, really guilty that only my $5 and up patrons are going to hear it. I feel really bad and I'm going to, I'm going to tease you even more and I'm going to put in a, a, just a short teaser of my bonus episode with Adam right now because it's just too fucking funny. What we did was he does characters, right? And We set up his over-the-phone dating service profiles for each of the characters. His characters are King Chat Roulette, a man-child person, uh, Rick Toadsworth, my favorite, and uh, and also Drunk Pikachu. So right now I'm going to play you a small clip from the -the over-the-phone dating service profile of the sweet, sweet DVD-loving man-boy Rick Toadsworth. I want, I want, I want a girl that can also make cheesy hash brown casserole like my mom, <laughs> and and if she likes little Debbie's, I like little, De- I like all, I like all the little Debbie cakes, like the zebras and and ho hos and um and the oatmeal and the oatmeal cream pie ones, I like all of those. 
So we go, we go, we go there on a date to the Little Debbie factory or the grocery store and buy Little Debbie's. Rick, do you have any sexual preferences? Um, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't. And if you want to hear uh, the entire bonus episode, never have I said that this one episode is worth $5, but uh, this one episode might be worth $5. So if you're going to pledge on any month, pledge right now at patreon.com slash podcast. Oh my God, Adam, it's just so funny. I literally spit out my water <laughs> when, uh, when he was doing Rick Toadsworth. And on to our guest this week, Jordan. Jordan, I met on Tinder a couple years ago. And, you know, we went on a few dates over the span of like eight months. It was fucking bizarre. <laughs> For some reason, we just could not seem to have the sex. It just didn't seem to happen. I think we had one time on the couch in my living room. I think we fooled around with each other. I, I, I vaguely remember going down on her. But for some reason, uh, some full-on fucking just did not happen. We both wanted to, and we also both didn't want to. <laughs> and we get into it on this episode. It's really cool, really fun, talking about polyamory and bisexuality and my dead grandmother. So I really hope you all enjoy my conversation, catching up with Jordan. Just you know, just get into it, uh, okay. because this is odd. See, this it's actually not odd seeing you now because it fits our timeline yeah. of seeing each other every six to eight months. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it. Uh, <laughs> you're saying like, I'm sorry, we faded away. I'm like, ah, this seems to be right for us. I mean, it it, it does suit our previous experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in, in our last text exchange, I am um, we. We're, you were putting off a lunch we were going to have. Yeah. And then we were rescheduling. Yeah. And it was like the date you gave me was three weeks in the advance. And I'm not like acting weird in the text. I'm like, yeah, three weeks in advance. Sounds good. Like yeah. that sounds Perfectly like the normal. normal type of timing for dates. And then that failed somehow. Yeah. I remember that my grandmother fell and broke her hip that day. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And you had to go back to Jersey and, and take it care of her. It was a thing. I, I caught an Uber all the way to Jersey. <laughs> It caused so much money. I don't know if this is relevant, but in that particular situation, um, I woke up to a call from my aunt going like, are, are, are you awake? Can you get to New Jersey? And me going like, what the fuck are you talking about? Going like, Grandma Burger Hip, you have to go to New Jersey. I can't get a hold of your uncle. And I was like, all right, hold on. I'm in a cab now. Where am I going? I need an address. And that was my whole day. I literally spent an hour getting there and then six hours in an emergency room. And then my uncle arrived and then it was just like, oh, my God, the worst panicked hospital experience of my life because it was so far away. Well, that explains that one, Jordan. Yeah. Well, your other how many other uh, grandparents fell ill on the previous ones? I don't um, think I don't know if you have enough relatives to be dropping down for all the other <laughs> dates true. I canceled it, and put off. It's true, but I'm not sure how many of those ones I canceled. <laughs> I don't remember being big on can I don't remember canceling. All I remember is eagerly wanting to get with you <laughs> and thinking like why can't we make this six block differential yeah, work yeah. as friends with benefits? We how is this so not like a regular together. fuck buddy situation? I don't know. I really <laughs> I really don't know why that didn't necessarily happen, which is the funniest part because we were so close together. Mm -hmm. It just didn't. We were really bad at meeting up because I feel like 
we actually canceled about equally. Yeah. If my experience is like, if my memory is in the same place, I have no idea why. And we always met in Manhattan too. <laughs> like we always met in Manhattan, despite the fact that we've lived so nearby. Hey, let's go both take a 40 minute train ride away. <laughs> exactly. So we can take that same 40 minute train ride back together. Yep. It was so strange. It was, it was, it was an experience. You know, I, I think part of it was I've never had so much, uh, so much desire to want to click with someone more, but like it just didn't click. Like it, we clicked enough to meet up, but we just, I don't think that there wasn't enough chemistry to us. Like neither of us really wanted to fuck each other that bad, but we both like kind of did want to fuck each other. So it, it never was enough to make it, you know, oh happen. God, I, I completely agree. I think our major flaw was the fact that we never like, we never hit that point where we're like, oh, it's perfect. Oh, let, let, let's bang like angry bunnies. Let's yeah. do this. The closest we got to was me, you know, uh, trying to eat you out once on my couch. Yeah. This is actually your first time in my bedroom. No, no, no. It is, is it? Not. No, no, no. Have we you slept, been in here? We, I've, I've been in here before. We slept. We watched TV. Did we? Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah. No, you're completely right. <laughs> oh, I have we, no idea. We, we, we got drunk and fell asleep in your bed. And nothing happened? Nothing happened. God damn it, Billy. <laughs> Damn it. Really? Like Poor we just, form. We just, both of us, I think, were in the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong person. Honestly, you know? I, what, think, I, think, that was that, I think that was our downfall. We what, both liked the concept and did not like the reality. What was the place that you were in? Because I was just in a, I'm, I was single and horny place. Actually, I met you right after your grandmother or right before your grandmother. Right before my grandma died. And yeah. I went on like a one month sex hiatus. And then somehow it never... It never got back. Never and got then, back in that group. Like your grandmother died, and then my grandmother got hurt. Yeah, then... but no, but no, 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 no. Because <laughs> even then, you were get literally one time you gave me a date that was five or six weeks in advance. Oh yeah, because you took out your iCal and you were like, "I can do I don't know six weeks from now," <laughs> and I was like, "I'll take." I felt like I was making an appointment with the doctor. But like, <laughs> this seems my this erection is more urgent. But if the closest you have is six weeks, I mean, like, I guess I'll take it. <laughs> To be fair, that's also me in general. Mm-hmm. Um, all my plans, like right now, my calendar is... Like, let's say I tr- I want to try to have sex with you one more time. How soon could I try to make that appointment? <laughs> um. Well, March. <laughs> March. We're recording this today because I don't, I don't know when this is going to come out. So today's the February 18th. So, Let's pretend I was a guy from Tinder. You, maybe you've met once. You haven't decided if you, you want to bang him yet. What date? What's the earliest date you would give him? Like March seventeenth. And if I was like a regular fuck buddy, like a, someone you enjoy sleeping with, March eighth. <laughs> Hold on. So still, it's still so, so maybe maybe still at least two weeks away. Maybe if it's really urgent, February twenty seventh. <laughs> still, still, if it's urgent, it's at least a week, if not two weeks away. Yeah. I'm not a last minute person. I don't. I don't got time for that. Shit. Insanity. <laughs> it, it's pretty bad. You're like the last person you up would ever work on. I am. I'd be like, I am awake and I am next available. Uh, <laughs> I mean, honestly, what would happen is I would be like, I'm available from this time to this time on this day, and it's about a two hour span. If no one's available in that in that timeline, I'm available in six weeks from now. <laughs> and that's what they say about the whole poly open slutty lifestyle is like the jealousy isn't the biggest issue. It's it's planning. It's, it's, it's planning. scheduling. It's it's how you prioritize people on. And how you schedule them in and like it's fucking ridiculous and i and i know where i fell on that priority list <laughs> it's true i feel like when i was dating you i was seeing 
three two two or three other people plus does that does the couple count as one yeah the couple yeah. counts as one i was seeing two or three other people don't tell the couple that <laughs> no they they'll can't. be like I, we're our own individual people well, no you're not not in the iCal the, in the iCal no, no. you're one unit in the in the iCal they were one unit <laughs> since then they've broken up and they're two separate people and i haven't seen one of them since they broke up okay like i have not been able to get on her schedule and she's not been able to get on my schedule it just has not happened since they broke up okay um so it was easier when they were one person <laughs> well uh let, let's just let the let the listeners know that right now i'm sitting with jordan uh who is affectionately in my phone as jordan tinder <gasps> you're violet eyes in my phone i'm violet eyes yeah oh that's very yeah. cute I'm not nearly as creative and fun. Your, your my... phone, your hold on, your thing is also like a bluey purple. Hold up, no, you, you should see this because it's actually really cute. I'm sorry. For I'm bringing all up mine. Listeners here, it's, I'm bringing it's up mine to cute. show how not see, cute mine yours are. Yours is like a bluey purple. Yeah, it is. Yeah, right. That's very cute. You're you're just you're Jordan Tinder. That's okay. I respect. Uh, That's how we met. <laughs> I have one person in here is Hillary naked guest. <laughs> was uh, she naked while she was doing the show? Yeah, yesterday. That is fabulous. She was in that chair, and that is we, amazing. we put a towel down. Uh, oh, I'm good. Amanda Stranger Play. Stranger Play is that was that a was that a party? Uh, we met on Tinder, mm-hmm. and we were gonna do like a Stranger Play scenario. Respect. Where I mean, you're still strangers, so it's <laughs> yeah. Because for me, like, I'm, it's not fun for me if we meet and then arrange like a scene. Mm-hmm. If we we're gonna do the Stranger thing, it needs to be real. Otherwise, it won't feel real to me. Fair enough. So, like, we're talking, we're negotiating things, and we thought it could be cool if I go for because she lives very close by. She lives over on Wilson, so I was like, I oh, I run by that intersection all the time. What if you? Put a like a flag outside your your window mm-hmm. while I go for a run, mm-hmm. and then when I see it, I come and knock, and then like I just you mm-hmm. offer this stranger to let him take a shower at your place, oh. and then when I get out of the shower, I can thank you by licking your pussy. Oh yeah, yeah. Because that's how you thank people. Yeah, that's totally how you thank people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it never ended up happening. She kind of pulled out last minute, but then uh, then mm. last weekend I completed my first hat trick. What is a hat trick? So do you know in hockey a hat trick is like when you score three goals in a game? No, I did not know that. Okay, that's a that's a hockey term. And so okay. I, I I scored three goals in a game. I had I I'd never had sex with three different women in one calendar day. I've done two men in one night, and that's the closest I've gotten to that. Yeah, assuming it's not group sex. Right. Oh, so you're not. But if it was group sex, you've totally passed that. I don't think so. I I've definitely not passed three. Okay. Um, I think, I think two. And I'm I not counting two. hands. I'm talking like P and the V yeah, intercourse. Right. You had sex with two. You, right. You had, you had intercourse with two separate people. Right. So I've ha- I've done three in 24 hours, but never in the same day. And by accident, I stumbled into a scenario where like mm-hmm. I woke up with Paige. We had some like good aggressive impromptu morning sex. Mm-hmm. I'm not normally a morning sex guy. I'm mm-hmm. usually not working in the morning, but. Mm-hmm. This time would just happen. Great. I had fuck plans with my friend. I, I, I'll call her Kay. Mm-hmm. We had that scheduled in mm-hmm. advance. Uh, not six weeks, but like a few days in advance. <laughs> so I'll come by Saturday afternoon. Cool. We, we fucked around for a couple hours. And then I leave her place. Mm-hmm. And there was really nowhere to go get on stage that night. Uh, there were no more open mics for the evening. And, and it's like 7 o'clock mm-hmm. on a Saturday. And I think, you know, I've never had sex with three people in one day. I've already had sex with two. I wonder if I could do that. Mm-hmm. 
And I hit up my friend, uh, my girlfriend Anna, and she was on a double date, so she was not able. So I, I go to Tinder and yeah. see like, could, can they help me out? I mean, Tinder does help you out. So I go to the Tinder and I, I start trying to hit up some people there, and then I remember Amanda Stranger play, mm. and I text her, and it's been like two months since we first tried to do this mm-hmm. Stranger play scenario. Yeah, and I said like, hey, like, what are you up to tonight? Like, want to try one more? time at making this go and mm-hmm. and i'm making it clear that it needs to happen tonight like before midnight mm-hmm. i say like hey you want to get together before midnight mm-hmm. she's like yeah sure uh how about later i'm like no nah, it's gotta be before midnight she's like you're very um you seem very eager and i, I just put my cards on the table i was like look <laughs> i've never fucked three women in one day mm-hmm. i never i'm not that cool mm-hmm. uh never thought i'd even get to have sex with two women in a day uh, if you asked me when i was 16 but <laughs> This is where I'm at, and I'm trying to have. Uh, I'm trying to pull it off. Mm-hmm. Can you help me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she go, and she's like, "Fuck it, I'm in." Uh-huh. And then she goes, "Well, what about like 11:30?" I was like, "No, no, no it's got. We really, we got to get it in before midnight, or it doesn't count." Why? Because then, it, then it's a different day. But it's technically it's, the same 24-hour period. Yeah, but I'm talking. I want. I'm talking same calendar day. Okay. And uh, and she came by like 10 o'clock at night and pulled, it, pulled, pulled it off. Good yeah. job in the, in the in the third period, as they would say <laughs> in hockey. Yeah, so Amanda Stranger play other other weird names I have in here would be like a speed dating sex party. Cool. That actually sounds kind of fun. Is that a thing that we do in New York City? Not yet. Okay. How do we make that be a thing we do here? I don't know. We, I we should start planning this process and speed dating. You get five minute speed dates to do whatever naughty things to each other. Yeah. Right. In a round. I actually like that. Right. That would be a great sex party theme. That would be like, like amongst friends. Amongst you friends. You have to do a speed party thing. Amongst but, like, friends. You know, you get people together. You know, you think would get along, and you like a speed dating poly sex party. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that idea. Right? We I, we did something close to that page back, I think, in the summer or mm. the fall. Mm-hmm. We go over to her friend's place. We had like a like a three couple night, mm-hmm. like a date night. And yeah. so we like got together. We ate some food. We mm-hmm. fucked around. We watched a movie. Mm-hmm. And in the fucking around, we had it. We had the guys blindfolded mm-hmm. and each girl took turns sucking each guy's dick. And then at the end, we had to try to guess who was who. That sounds fun. And I, I want I do want to brag. I was the only one who was three for three on his guesses. Good job. I know my girl's mouth. You yeah. know, it's a, I know her style. Mm. <laughs> um, but no, Lydia speeding sucks. I host speeding events mm-hmm. because that's one of my side gigs. Mm-hmm. Everyone go to onspeeddating.com. Use the promo code Billy5 for $5 off your ticket. Hey. <laughs> and the woman who runs them, she will throw me in the matches list on the website. Because uh-huh. you go on your speed dates and then you take notes and then you go on the website. You click who you want to see again. Mm-hmm. She throws me on there because, like, why not? It's another man she gets to offer them. Yeah. And she knows I'm in an open relationship, so she mm-hmm. knows I'm available. Mm-hmm. And I'll get matches from the speed daters, and I didn't even fucking talk to them. Just by being, like, the master ceremonies? Just looking like this, and I go, like, how shitty were the men that like, <laughs> that the host, who, you, who all he did was ring a bell and say, move. I'm telling you, it's the eyes. The eyes. My, you my, have the dark hair, the bright blue eyes. It, it it kills. I don't know. I so I get matched by this woman Lydia, and it turns out that she goes to sex parties as well. Uh, and I was like, was, I never thought those wor- worlds were going to collide. I, mean, I feel like there's a Venn diagram of people who go to speed dating, people who go to sex parties. I know. I think the Venn diagram. I, th- I think and the- people are BDSM. I guess there's four circles here. 
I, I don't know. I think you're being really generous thinking speed dating intersex. I think this woman's like the only one really? who goes like regularly to sex parties. I would think that and someone who's speed dating. willing to do speed dating is someone who's willing to like put themselves out there in a situation they're not comfortable in. I think someone who's willing to go, I think a woman who goes to orgies doesn't need to go speed dating. You would think that. <laughs> but, you know, some women really like to be working all their uh, angles. Yeah. Yeah. So. We'll see. I don't know. She lives in Queens, so I don't know if that's ever going to happen. That's a trip. Yeah. It's like, can, I don't know, can I just fly from JFK to LaGuardia? Then really? maybe. Like, can I just, Why is that not a flight? I don't know. Can you take a hopper? If you don't Why li- is there not a direct train between here and there? That needs to happen. If anyone doesn't know New York City, how it's laid out, just it, just know this. That if you live in Brooklyn and then someone else is in Queens, they might as well be in different states. Yeah, it's very, very inconvenient. It's like an hour to get between the two of them, yeah. you know? And if I drove a car, it would be quick. But I got to like go into Manhattan on train just to and come back in. Have it's you heard dumb. about their tr- that trolley they're talking about setting up, though? They're talking about setting a trolley up around along the river in Brooklyn. I only want to see a Brooklyn trolley if it's and- it's done by horses. <laughs> no, they're talking like a... a- it's like, uh, I think what they're thinking about is that um, the the cars they have in San Francisco, the... Yeah. Um, what are they called? The um, they're, they're street on cars. Rails. The yeah. Street cars. There we go. Yeah. I don't know. That one. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, that. Uh, but interesting. Do you have any interesting names for like nicknames for people on your phone? So uh, Violet Eyes. Yes. Why Violet? Why not Blue Eyes? Because is that taken? Is there another man with blue eyes in your <laughs> phone, Jordan? Unfortunately, no. Okay. Um, Violet Eyes. I'm the only blue-eyed boy in a phone. <laughs> it's because Violet Eyes. Is, when we saw you, the first thing we thought was like, "Oh my God, his eyes are so bright. There has to be something other than blue for this." Who's we? Me and my roommate Devin. Who you t- do you Tinder together? Is that? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes and no. So I will. I use. I use um, Tinder almost exclusively at this point to boost my own ego. Okay. Because I'm a shitty human being. Sure. Um, and it just like swiping through it and getting all those matches makes me feel really good about myself. Um, but when I'm at home on the couch with my roommate, like we talk about what's going on in it, and we choose based on like both of our opinions. So I think. You came up while she was there, and we both hit the violet eyes. And like, it's too bright to be blue. It has to be like something else, right? There has to be a name for this. Okay. What uh, what other nicknames do you have for people on your phone? Um, Any good ones? That is a really, really good question. I'll have to look through my phone because I have I I call someone Teddy. Okay. But he's like a really old friend of mine. Um, and I only call him Teddy because I had too many of his name in my phone. And I don't even remember what his name is anymore because I'm a shitty human being. I'm also trying to see if I have a list of a friend of mine's na- um, nicknames. I'm trying to see if she if they're, if it's still here. I, I essentially end contact names with a descriptor of how I met them is the most interesting it gets. Um, so I think Blue Eyes or Violet Eyes is the most interesting. I have one called Smooth Daddy. Smooth Daddy. Smooth Daddy is okay. my roommate's friend from high school. We went to Rocky Horror together, and we were all coming up with names about what we should be. And Smooth Daddy was uh, my roommate's. Her name was Diamond. My name was Gem. And Smooth Daddy was our pimp going to Rocky Horror in our corsets ah. and our heels and our fishnet stockings. Tell me, how slutty does one have to be to have two contacts in their phone named Unknown? 
Pretty slutty. Pretty slutty. I Jordan. actually did I save those people? That is shocking. They're both unknown. I have no idea who those people are. They're Hold on. Separate, oh wait, no, I know who one of them is. One of them is actually a childhood friend who has a bunch of different numbers. His name is Jason. That sounds sketchy. So that's from my Gmail history. This is his email. I need to merge that contact. And okay. then this one is oh god, I don't even know. I there I have no idea. No. There's neither a phone nor email address associated with that. So who knows? That's a giant question mark, isn't it? I'm trying to see if there's any other I think that's, fun ones. I think that's probably the most interesting ones I have. My friend Anna has interesting ones. Like one of the ones she had, uh, Baby Jew. Baby Jew. Baby what? Jew what? is the name of one. I was like, <laughs> explain was like, well, you know, because uh, he, he's Jewish and uh, he's a baby. I'm like, well, there you go, Baby Jew. Well, is but like how much of a baby? How old do you have to be? I think he was like 22. Oh, uh, he, he's itsy. He's he's yeah he's itsy. He's he's itsy bitsy. When I was younger, I dated a nineteen year old. I was I was I was early twenties. I got to be twenty two or twenty three, and I dated a nineteen year old. And like, no, they're so goddamn young. You can't. Um, I can't. My, my I girlfriend's twenty three, and I I can just barely. Yeah, it's rough. Like they, you, Paige, if you're listening, I love you, but <laughs> turn them turn off. Switch episodes. I can I can barely sometimes with the references. Right, you don't you don't really understand all the references they're making, and then they talk about something that you like they, they think is old, and you're like, well, now I feel like a fucking ancient asshole because that is twenty years out of date for me. But mm-hmm. you know, all right, whatever. Okay, this is this is a situation we're currently in. But like exclusively Tinder, and then I mean, do you where else do you meet people? Because like you currently have a boyfriend, right? That's boyfriend. your situation, yeah. and you also date others because you're in an open relationship. Yeah. Look at you, evolved woman. Okay. Oh, living the life. It's actually a little bit complicated. Um, it so always is. My boyfriend, I met through a friend of mine who was already dating him. Okay. So that one is a whole cluster fuck of, of complicated And then they broke up? No, they're still dating. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. That whole thing is a little complicated. I shouldn't go into it. Come on, go into it. That's exactly when you should. Mm, no, because that involves people's lives outside of my own, and I don't want to like drag anyone into a situation without warning them. So, are, but are you and the friend still cool? Yeah. Oh, okay. So for that friend, um, we, I actually, okay. When you say complicated, I think like there's beef between somebody. There's no beef. There's no beef, but it's just other people's lives, and I'm not sure, sure. they're going to make it public. Oh, that's fine. But I can say the friend who he was dating has been, we've been on and off, kind of, you know, like. When we were in high school, we were kind of already sleeping with each other and sleeping with her boyfriend and sleep like that was we were friends. I vaguely remember you telling me about this yeah. friend at least, how yeah, you yeah. were like banging this girl in, in high school who was exactly. also your bestie. Like I would have sex with her, we were really good friends, and I would, because I was having sex with her, have sex with her boyfriends. It's kind of what happened. In high that school. One. In high school. To, with her or like separately? With her. With okay. Her. Like, so you were like, having a bunch of threesomes in high school? Yes. Oh, <laughs> Were you in, were you like a popular kid and in, in like were you, um I'm told like, I'm told in high school I was infamous because well yeah if you're having all those threesomes you'd be pretty infamous but in I high didn't school. sleep with anyone from my high school if we were high school age we went to so different if you're schools. having threesomes in high school you're a legend no I didn't tell anyone like it it was not a thing it, it, you're not it, the it only one involved issue. in that in that yeah, sexual but they encounter didn't, they didn't go to my school they weren't even in my town look high schools talk. I mean, it's possible. It's very possible. If a threesome happens in high school, people are gonna know about it, it. It is entirely possible. When did you first figure out that you were bisexual? Um, that one's also complicated. When I was young, very young, like twelve or thirteen, I told my parents that I didn't think who I love should have any bearing on their gender, or or I didn't think 
a person's gender should have bearing on who I love and what mm -hmm. I decide to do with myself. So I told them I was bisexual and they said, all right, honey, whatever you say, sure, you're 12, you'll figure it out later. And I never changed my mind about it. I don't think that that um, physical sex or perceived gender identity should have an impact on who I fall in love with or who I want to have sex with mm -hmm. beyond how they feel about themselves, you know? Because there's still people still want to do it. Let's hit that. So when did you first start hooking up with boys? Sex or kissing? Um, let's go with let's go with like once like genitals are involved, whatever that may once, be. Once genitals are involved, um, probably early high school. I was a late bloomer, from what I can tell. Like mid high school, honestly, is probably when I started actually playing with other people's genitals. I wouldn't. Call, I would never call high school a uh, late bloomin'. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I maybe I'm out uh, out of touch. Maybe eleven year olds are getting it on now. I, I also went to inner city middle schools and a pretty aggressive high school. Okay, and then when did you start like playing with girls? Uh, same time. Same time. Yeah, there wasn't any strong difference between the two. I like I like girls and boys differently. You know? Do tell. Like girls are soft and nice and. Like it can be aggressive, but some, but a lot of the time, being with a girl is like uh, squishier, like gentler. Like I don't know, it, it's it's more empathetic. If that makes any sense, it does not. I'm a dumb man boy. <laughs> I don't know. I I feel like being with girls is a a, a softer kind of tactilely squishier, more experience. It's more comforting. Do you say squishier? I'm thinking either because she's like a fluffy gal or because boobies. Boobies is a big impact. But also like there's a lot about girls that are just softer. Their skin is softer because they use more lotions. They as a human being, they just they put more like they use conditioner. They use lotions. There's a whole like softer feel to their skin, like um, maybe smaller pores or just um more scrub i don't know what it is okay and then how, how do just you feel softer okay so you want to cuddle up with a gal okay i, 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 I like i kind of like i kind of want to pet girls you know i kind of want to like stroke their stroke their skin and their hair and like cuddle with them more and what about boys boys are a little bit rougher um something about like the scruff on their face and the hair that grows in their body and um, they're just a little bit rougher because often boys are bigger. I'm, I'm a very small woman, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm short, I'm delicate. I'm in general, just a petite human being. And they're like, girls are often closer to my size in one way. Okay. And also boys are, they're almost always bigger than me. Even in high school, when I dated a guy that was about my size, he was about my height. He was maybe an inch taller than me. He was also still like wider than me, like buffer. Yeah. There was more shoulder and there was just like, a stronger there's more mass yeah. involved yeah and so there's a certain amount like with girls it's not overwhelming because there's you're about matched in a lot of ways but with boys i'm always i always feel smaller so it's always a slightly rougher and more domineering experience so in, do you prefer to be dominated by men and pet women not really like, i don't i don't like, like are, are your are your are your sexual preferences different depending on their gender possibly yeah i'm more willing to do what a woman tells me to do okay which sounds weird but i'm more willing to like acquiesce to a female request than i am to a male request because with a female request it's more of a question in my opinion in mm -hmm. my experience with a male request it's often more of a like they pose as a question and it's actually more 
domineering than that. It's it's not necessarily they're trying to make a demand, but they're so used to being obeyed in a situation. So actually, the, the guy I'm dating right now is really good at asking as opposed to demanding mm-hmm. in his tone of voice and how he, he portrays himself. But in my experience, it's very much a like being with a man is domineering in a way, but not because they mean it to be just because they're accustomed to that societal structure where the man is the aggressor and the female is the acceptor. Whereas when you're with a woman, there's much more of a give and take. There's much more of a, a question, answer narrative, you know? All right. Okay. I got to imagine that like being bisexual in high school is, is for all, there's all the other reasons why it can be confusing and rough, but I feel like it's got to be even extra confusing because now there's two different types of bodies you have to figure out. Vaginas are hard, dude. Right? I understand all the guys complaining about girls being hard because vaginas are difficult. They're, they're, they're rough to figure out. Like, and then with a penis, you kind of got like the shaft in the head and you're like. But no one knows what they're doing in high school. Yeah. But I just feel like if you're trying to figure out both genders, now you like doubly don't know what you're doing. That's no, fucking hard, dude. Like, I don't like I'm still bad at vaginas. Like, I love them. I love them. I love mine. I love theirs. I love playing with both of them. Okay. But vaginas are so. Are you trying to are you trying to tell me that you're bad in bed with women? Is I that what you're not. trying to say? Oh God, I hope not. <laughs> I mean, possibly. I can't speak on behalf of how you are in bed. I never really made it that far. I, hey. I can't really speak <laughs> on behalf of how I am in bed with other girls necessarily because I've never gotten negative feedback. But I'm not sure that necessarily means. You're how good often at do it. you really get negative feedback? Exactly. Right? right. How often do someone tell you, "Wow, you're a fucking shitty at that," and you're like, "Oh." They, they usually only tell you that if you go do a podcast with them two years later. Oh. That's the, I mean that's my. Do people tell you that? That's rough. I get some people who say who have said negative things. We'll mm-hmm. say mm-hmm. not necessarily about like my sex, but about me as like a person, which is arguably worse. That's eh, that's hard to hear. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it, it, it's odd having someone tell me that like I was slightly condescending or maybe kind of an asshole. But I'm like, no, no, no. But what's important is like, did I make you come? That's <laughs> that's what we value here. <laughs> kind of podcast that you think you're on <laughs> no um yeah no i don't you don't really get like negative feedback uh not typically yeah it's not in the moment not in the moment you like afterwards you might hear it outside of the situation but i've i haven't heard it outside of the situation uh-huh. i've always gotten positive reviews but god who fucking but i encourage more negative feedback in the situation like in the moment i mm-hmm. want there to be negative feedback yeah done in a like tasteful manner but yeah i don't know by getting negative feedback i know what not to repeat mm-hmm Mm-hmm. If I get nothing or fake positive feedback, I'm going to keep doing that thing. I mean, logically. Yeah. I don't know. I can see, I see where you're coming from, yeah. One of the worst parts about these swiping apps is the endless chatting on the app. It's like, hey, I'm not here for a new texting, buddy. I want to actually meet up. And that's the problem Jordan and I had. Too much texting, not enough sexing. That's where the Pure app comes in. When you match with someone, you've got one hour in the chat box to make plans for fun, no-strings-attached, casual sex. Download Pure from the App Store or Google Play right now. Pure, the hookup app for awesome people. Now back to the show. Why didn't we ever like uh, progress? I, like I said, how, how did I get you in a bed and, and nothing happened? I honestly don't know. Like I have... No idea. I I because I remember I remember going down you on a couch. Mm -hmm. I remember I've seen your boobs. Yep, and that's really all I remember of that. I I couldn't tell you. I have no idea. I feel like for us at least it was mostly uh, timing. Mm -hmm. I feel like 
So if I ke- if I had kept going on like these six week apart dates. Hmm? Well, I don't know. I feel like we also didn't click in areas outside of the bedroom. You know? Yeah. We don't have a lot of common, unfortunately. Like I, I know. I think that was our major following, though. Like because we didn't click outside of the bedroom. It just like, seemed we like we didn't spend that much time together, so we didn't make that much effort to make dates. So we didn't see each other at but all. But even our dates, I felt like always getting the conversation to keep rolling was always difficult on either end it was it was hard for us to find a point to connect and talk about like we just couldn't we could talk about your podcast and we could talk about sexual things i feel like yeah but outside of that we had nothing in common right nothing at all don't you larp is that a thing you do theoretically i used to you used to larp yeah and i was like okay i don't I got nothing. Yeah, I right? nothing on that. No. But yeah, we still kept going. We kept trying. Out. We, like, we so that, that's it that's all I was work. like. So clearly, like we wanted yeah. something to go down. Yeah. But we failed at ever culminating so in that. Why did, was it never just say, "Hey, why don't you come over, Billy? Shut your dumb face because I don't <laughs> care about really anything you say, and let's see if we can at least mash some things together." Well, I feel like every time we started getting there, an emergency happened. We would hit the point of, like, dating just isn't fucking working. Why don't we bang? And then, like, with your grandmother and then with my <laughs> grandmother. And it was just, like... Fucking grandmothers, <laughs> am I right? Every fucking time we tried. It was just, like, some goddamn family emergency. And it was, like, just out the window again. Did, did I ever tell you what happened uh, with the whole grandma situation? Like, did I ever tell you what I went through that weekend? No. Sexually? No. Yo, so, grandma's in a coma. Yeah. I'm getting yelled at on Twitter. Ugh. Which is a whole different thing. But that was just nonsense stuff um this couple that i did a gangbang with a year prior Mm -hmm. they text me say hey we really thought you were fun we're coming back to new york do you Mm want to gangbang my wife wait i feel like i did invite you to wonderland once you were like you did yeah i was like that's what i was saying before yeah i was saying before you were like hey wonderland float and i was like ah wonderland yeah i'm not kinky and i don't like dancing or costumes yeah so I, you know, I passed on that. I, w- yeah. I would love to like go to like a Hacienda or a Countdown or any of these other play parties yeah. with you, but uh, and it just I, never happened. You never invited me. I never had a thing open to do that. And then like, well, I also wouldn't want to fuck you for the first time at a sex party because like I wanna, I wanna know if we have. I'll get nervous. I won't be able to get hard. I wanna, yeah. I wanna see if like can we do this well privately before doing it publicly. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Because otherwise, Dick gets nervous. Yeah, I mean, vagina gets nervous too. To be fair. Yeah, but like your vagina can be nervous and still function in the act of sex. <laughs> that is true. And if mine isn't, then that's not happening. That is true. Yeah. So I get invited to gangbang. I go gangbang the wife. It's great. Yeah. Uh, the next day, and then they were going to record the podcast. Mm. And it was great. We did this awesome two-parter swingers because they're swingers. Mm -hmm. And we did Mm -hmm. one hour with just me and her. We sent Mm -hmm. the husband off to go like have lunch. Mm -hmm. Then he comes back. And then we did a second hour, a second episode where it's me, her, and the husband all talking. Mm. Uh, And then we had an an impromptu threesome. Again, grandma is in the hospital. Coma. That Actually, that afternoon, I went to McSorley's and I get a text saying like, I can't tell what the doctor's telling me, mm-hmm. but he, it seems like it's probably going to happen today. Mm-hmm. I go have a drink at McSorley's where she used to live. She mm-hmm. used to live above that bar. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Her, her father used to be a bartender there. Mm-hmm. So I go and I have a drink in her honor thinking, like, I think my grandma's dead or about to die today. And then I go to do this podcast. Mm-hmm. Then I have this, like, threesome with this hot couple. Mm-hmm. And I feel like nothing. I'm not even present 
in this really hot threesome. Oh, that sucks. So like I'm doing it, but like I'm not, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. And then uh, I wake up the next morning and grandma died. That's rough. Now in my iCal, I had had an appointment, mm. a date, mm-hmm. if you, a fuck date, if you will, with mm-hmm. my friend Sarah. Yeah. She's been on the show a couple times now. Uh-huh. And, you know, she was coming up from Atlanta and we just made plans that we would fuck. For, she was going to go to a sex party that night. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to go because mm-hmm. I think it was Wonderland. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, how about you come over and like, I'll be your warm up sex. Like, I'll warm you up for the night. I'll get you going. And so I was like, come warm over. Warm up sex. That's an amazing idea. I've never done that. Yeah. Like, I'll warm you up for the play party. Yeah. Let's have the sex. Get your engines really revving. And I can the whole send process. you off for the night to go do whatever other sex you're going to have. That's fucking genius. Yeah. If you ever want warm up sex, like, allegedly, I'm not bad. No. Um, Legit. Thanks. Thanks. So. So Sarah comes over, but again, grandma's dead. Yeah. That day, I go to New Jersey to go have like sad lunch, I guess, with the family. And I'm feeling numb. Mm-hmm. But then I catch the next bus back to New York because I've got an appointment at 530. I have to fuck Sarah. It's in the iCal. That's what I got to do. <laughs> it's in the iCal. It has to happen now. And so. I can't call anyone and let them know that I'm not available for the situation. Uh-huh. So I came back and, and I had sex with Sarah. And again, I'm having sex with this like hot chick who I, but I'm not like present. I'm not there. Yeah. I'm thinking about grandma. Mm-hmm. Um, and and she leaves and I just, I think I just cried and ate junk food all night. Oh. I forget if I, I don't even know if I told her that that happened. Oh, no. And, and I don't think I told her what I was going through that weekend until a month ago. Oh, my God, dude. Because she came back up here, uh, and so this is like a year and a half later, she came back up for her birthday weekend, mm-hmm. and like, mm-hmm. uh, she, had a little, uh, she had a little play party mm-hmm. at her friend's place, and then she came to record the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, her her return to the show. Mm-hmm. And I said, look, I don't know if you know this, but like my grandma died that day. She's <laughs> like, what? You never told me. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> and that's why I had to, and that's what interrupted things because I took them. I, after that, I, I realized, wow, like I'm having sex. I don't even want to have mm-hmm. even leading up to all that. I was like fucking girls on Tinder. I wasn't even excited about the sex. I was. So I took a month off sex. Yeah. Like none. Uh-huh. There was a, I went through a lot of lotion mm-hmm. that month, <laughs> and then uh, and then I came. I did my my coming back to sex with a a, a fan of the show. Flew me out to Canada and had sex with her for the week. And even nice. then, I still wasn't even like over it because I was still kind of like I sad. Mean, my dick was sad. It's a, it's a big deal. Yeah. Timing. So that was our problem. That was I the really problem. feel like a major aspect of our issue was just like timing, and we kept trying to date as opposed to fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we should have just do you do that. Do you because that was the other thing. I was the vibe I was getting from you was that you liked casual sex, yeah, but that you liked going out and doing the ruse of like having drinks and stuff or <sighs> going. That was what I was getting off of you. Otherwise, I would have just invited you over. I think the general rule is I don't like to meet in private. I don't know why. Like that's no, actually, I don't know. Maybe that whole like, yeah, I was gonna say that whole like men killing and raping women thing. Yeah, that's that's, usually a good. (laughs) I think. I think what it is. I generally like to meet somewhere for a drink, go have sex. I think that's what it is. I feel now. I'm starting to feel like I got the raw end of a deal. Yeah, two years ago. (laughs) Yeah, I think you did. I think you got the raw end of a deal, yo. Okay, so right now you got the boyfriend and you've got some partners. Yeah. Um, are they casual partners? Are they dating partners? Like, what's the the dealio? Ongoing question mark. What a what a great question you have that mm-hmm. I do not necessarily have an answer to. Um, 
I have I have a guy that is my primary that I actually spend a ton of time with. And how long have you been with him? Our two year anniversary is in March. Ah, yeah. Mazel. Thank you. I assume he doesn't have to wait three weeks for a he date. He does not have to wait three weeks for a date. Though I don't have sex when I'm stressed out, so sometimes he has to wait that long for sex. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I have the couple I used to date. I have half of that couple now at this point. Um, and I want to get bring in contact with the second half of the couple, but she's really busy and I'm really busy and there's a certain amount of like possibly things that I don't know about. I'm, yeah, you know, I'm okay. question mark. Girls, they're complicated. Um and then I have another girl I'm seeing, and that pretty much covers it. Because the other girl I'm seeing, she and I both are introverted, and she has depression and anxiety. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's just hard to get a time where she's comfortable with seeing other people, you know? All right. When did you realize you were polyamorous or into non-monogamy? Oh, I think right from the beginning. Yeah. As we noted earlier, I started in threesomes. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that when you started, started? Yeah. Was my, your first my, sex? My first sex was a threesome. Stop it! No, huh? No. How do you fail to mention this? Yeah. Tell, wait. My my first my I lost my virginity in a threesome. Yeah. That's fucking cool. Wait. So this is with a friend. Yeah. Was this with her boyfriend? Yes. And so how did y'all come? I'm assuming this was like a decision. That's not like an accidental. Um, no, it wasn't a decision on their part. <laughs> They didn't know you were a virgin. I don't think so. No. But she's your best friend. Yeah, she was one of my best friends. Yeah. How does a best friend not know you're a virgin? Did you lie to her? Did you tell her you weren't? I didn't lie to her. I definitely didn't tell her one way or the other. Um, I love her dearly. Nice preface. Um, she doesn't tend to... Uh, at the time, at the time, she didn't tend to think much outside of herself. What does that mean? Um, she was pretty much oblivious to anything you didn't shove in her face. Okay. Yeah. It, it's pretty easy to make her not be aware of something by just not shoving it in her face. Okay. So yeah. wait, then how do you end up in this threesome? I, well, I liked her. I thought she was hot. I liked her boyfriend. I thought he was hot. Before they started dating, I was actually kind of already into him and kind of already into her. And then they ended up in a relationship and I was like, oh, they're in a relationship. Moving on how did with the my thre- life. How did the threesome come about? Well, I was already friends with her and we ended up... It's it's hard to explain, really. She was nannying or babysitting for a couple of people. Put that baby to bed and now let's go and buy a little orgy in, in mom and dad's room. We got a little drunk and we had sex. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a little more than that. Come on, a little, little detail. A little, I mean, it was a long time ago. Does, I was, does somebody... Yeah, but you I don't forget... 17. I One, you don't forget your first time having sex and you also don't... Unless you're wasted... Uh, and I mean, you don't forget your first threesome. We, and those we were, were the same thing for you. They were. I wasn't wasted. Um, but it like, A, you for, you might forget your first threesome if it's like the sex you understand is normal. Sure. You know, it's like then your first threesome and losing your first sex is kind of like interchangeable because like, oh, this is just how you have sex. So it doesn't seem like a big thing. Would a guy try to have sex with you and be like, wait, where's the other girl? Where's the, Actually, I don't know. I did have that problem for a while. How do we, how do we have sex without more hands? So it took me a while. Okay. <laughs> Let me backtrack a little bit. So you know how, um, when you have sex, you focus on the other person. Huh? No. Yes, yes, yes. When you have sex in a threesome and you are not the couple in that threesome, mm-hmm. you focus on whoever is most uncomfortable with the situation you're in. 
So, A, so assuming you have a couple and there's a couple dynamic one where one person is more jealous than the other person, you focus on the person who might necessarily get more jealous. Okay. So, in a threesome, in any threesome situation, as a third party coming into the couple dynamic, you first kind of evaluate the dynamic and understand who's a dominant partner, who's, a, who's the kind of submissive partner, who is more likely to have emotional issues with the situation, who is more comfortable with what they're doing, and then you make choices based on that. So it's kind of like having sex with one person by evaluating their emotional state and understanding where they are and what you should focus on, except that you're evaluating couple as one person. Okay. So as... I'm kind of uh, backing up a little bit again. So were you having trouble like transitioning from threesome sex to coupled sex? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So hard. It's so weird. Because, okay, I I am or was at that point a unicorn. I'm a bisexual girl who is willing to have sex with couples and who prefers to do that. Which in, in the culture makes me a unicorn. Right. And I'm not necessarily in that position anymore, but it's still a sexual position I'm very comfortable being in. Mm. I have found that couples, when they decide they want to have a threesome, they bring in someone as a sex toy. Okay. You know? So, like, they're like, they're a couple having sex and they have an established dynamic and that's how they have sex and blah, 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 blah. And then they want to spice up their lives. They're like, oh, what if we bring someone else into the mix? Then that person is not so much a person as is a sexual addition to their relationship. Yeah. And how's that different than what the average male treats a woman as? Oh, it's not. (laughs) Yeah. So then it's not. What's, Which makes it really easy to have sex make, with the average male. Okay. <laughs> but it makes it hard to have sex with women, to be fair. So you were having sex, having trouble fucking women solo than men solo? Yeah, I've never had a problem having sex with a guy. Because okay. in, in the hard scheme of things, if you're having sex with a guy and you're not into it, you just keep going and then you're done and then you can leave. Yeah. With a woman, if you're not, like, if you don't know what you're doing or if you're not really comfortable with the situation, you just kind of, like, go with the flow. Everyone has an uncomfortable time and no one's happy and nothing good happens. Yeah. Yeah. But with a threesome, you're just a sex toy. I mean, as a female who is willing to have sex with couples that are already established, if you do that, you're just a sex toy in the situation. And you're cool with that? Um, I was for a long time. Yeah. Until... I mean, to be fair, also, my first sexual situation was in a threesome with a couple. Yeah. So, you know, there's a certain amount of, like, your first sexual uh, relationship creates a template or a pattern for all of your further sexual relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not actually all that healthy. (laughs) Shockingly enough. Well, I mean, how was that unhealthiness manifesting itself? I mean, there. I spent a grand scheme of time thinking that I existed in a sexual situation to please someone else, which in some ways you do. Like, in some ways, having a sexual relationship is to, like, make the other person happy. But in a lot of ways, it's also to make you happy. So are you not uh, as selfish as, as you should be? Um, I feel like I am now more selfish than I should be, to be fair. Well, that's good. I mean, I hit a turning point where it was... Um, either not be selfish at all or be selfish and actually enjoy yourself. So there's a certain, I'm, I'm still working on that curve because I spent a long time in a lot of pretty unhealthy sexual situations and I'm now still in the curve of like how to enjoy myself and also make someone else enjoy themselves. And you think you're starting to get the hang of it? Yeah, because it's either, at this point, it's either, oh, this is what you want to do. I guess this is what you're doing. I'm not comfortable with what we're doing right now. Right. Versus, I want to do something, and I really want to get off, and now we're doing this, because this is what's going to make me comfortable and happy, as opposed to, like, what do we want to do together? 
Wow, you must be so neurotic during sex. I can only imagine what your brain is is going through. Yeah. No yeah. wonder you were curious about group sex, but in actuality, it must freak you out. Yeah, I'm I'm very neurotic in everything. Actually, I'm a crazy neurotic person right now. Like, so you never ended up trying group sex out. I did. I went to Wonderland. Okay, how how'd that go? It freaked me out. Like it was so much me processing everything. <laughs> so Wonderland is a. It's a, I, it's like a play party, a kink party, a dance party. Yeah. Here in New York City. Yeah. I think it's like once a month. I've never it's been. It's once a month. I went once and was crazy, overstimulated, and overwhelmed by the whole experience. I think. It's I just also- imagine there's a lot of flashing lights, a lot of like shitty techno beat music. No. No, no, no. There's so it was actually really nice. There was a bar, there was a dance room, and there was a playroom. They were all separated from each other. They were all separated from each other, and. The dance room was fine. It was, it, you're right, it was techno. It was electronic of some kind. I don't know if it was techno, but it was electronic of some kind. And then there was a playroom that was separated from that, and the playroom was split into two pieces. There was an entirely naked part of the playroom, and there was a more clothed part of the playroom. Mm. Like, in, like, I'm pretty sure this is an effort to make everyone more comfortable so they can be in a part that they are most comfortable being in. Oh, there was also a kink room. I'm sorry. There was yeah. also, like, a spanking room. And I never actually went to the fully sex room, but I was in the... um I was in the sex room in the more clothed side and I was just, it was, I don't know. I don't think I was necessarily prepared for what was going on. And I think that I was, um, um, I don't know how to describe it. I was overwhelmed by the whole experience. There was too much and there was too much like thought process on my part on like what would make other people happy and how I could make the situation better. And also I wasn't enjoying it because I was spending so much time being anxious about it, Mm -hmm. you know? So have you, you know, would you be down to try like a more like private orgy environment? Like maybe yeah. it's like, you know, 10 to 12 friends at someone's place versus like a big party. Yeah, I would be much more comfortable with that, I mm. think. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yo, I want to give some shout outs for some fan whores who support me on Patreon. Yo, at Movie Man Stan on Twitter, man, thank you for... I think you've been with me since May of 2015. So big shout out to you. And you've only increased your pledges since then. You demand, Stan. Also, shout out to Jazz out in France or whichever fucking country you're in these days. Uh, Thank you for teaching me that French postal workers are really uptight about how you format an envelope. Um, big shout out to Marcus, man. Thank you uh, for checking in with me on the breakup. Thank you for your kind words and for your generous pledge, man. Really cheered me up the day that it came in. And also, I want to give a shout out to Gemma Slay. Gemma Slay? I don't know how you want me to pronounce it, but goddamn, you are cute. Y'all should go. She's a cam girl. You should check her out. She's on Twitter at badgemma777. Thank you for the breakup boobies, baby. Uh, if you want to get a shout out on the show, all you have to do is be part of our community of fan whores on Patreon. What's Patreon? Fantastic question. Uh, Patreon's kind of like it's kind of like a monthly fan club subscription meets Kickstarter. You pick an amount of money you want to pledge each month, and depending on how much you pledge, you get various types of rewards. Whether that be me reading your message like I did earlier in this show, or a shout out, or bonus episodes, or all sorts of fun stuff, you too can become an official fan whore today for as little as a dollar a month. 
head on over to patreon.com slash podcast. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash podcast. While you're logging on right now to give me some monies, we're going to get on back to me and Jordan. Uh, I have a listener question that um, I picked out. There's a, so sometimes I will ask people, uh, supporters on Patreon, mm-hmm. hey, I'm meeting up with so-and-so. What question might you have? I, I think I simply described you as like someone on Tinder who I, I think we were on like four dates over the course of like two years. Yeah. That, that, yeah it was that type right. of thing. Saying yeah. that like our dates were long uh, separated and whatnot. Yeah. So Kyle R., mm-hmm. who uh, has also asked an interesting question about abortion in the past, saying like, why don't men get a say in like whether or not it's aborted? Mm-hmm. We've since squashed that one. Okay, uh, cool. Okay, cool. He had another question that I, I considered uh, maybe misworded, but... <laughs> Maybe a little generalized. All right. Why do so many women in dating apps come up? Just as soon as you start with why do so many women do blank? I'm like, I don't know, dude. Just it's not all. (laughs) Maybe why does a singular woman make this choice? Yeah. I was like, I could ask her why she does that, but she doesn't do that. So it doesn't fit. But But all right. That's the exact same thing I respond to him. But uh, (laughs) why do so many women in dating apps come across as short winded? So many times do conversations fall mute due to a lack of wanting to open themselves up. Their profile could literally state, look at the meet new people, but they are hardly willing to tell you anything about themselves. So I think what should I say is like, why do women like, again, because apparently this is only women who are doing this. Yeah, only women that do but it. Why are, why are women's generally uh, not very chatty with me? I want to <laughs> talk to them. I don't know. Why that. won't they talk to me? I think it depends on the question you're asking. Like, what question are you asking to start this conversation? Is it, I think hey? what he wants to know is, like, why won't women uh, have in-depth conversations with me, specifically Kyle R.? However, he's just phrasing it as, uh, why do women uh, do this to men? Okay. Because if I make this about me, it's going to seem like I'm complaining. I'm going to put it out here. I have, I have had this problem with men on Tinder where I will... Um, I will, like, what I try to do on Tinder in particular, from my point of view, is if I'm talking to someone and I don't really know them, I will look at their profile, look at their pictures and be like, try to make a question about what they've posted on Tinder to be like, hey, this thing you have, it's really cool. Where did you do that? Or how did you do that? Or like, what made you decide to go do this particular situation? Or for in particular, one guy, I saw him eating fruit on a stick somewhere. And I was like, what is that fruit? Please tell me. It looks delicious. I want to know. Right. Because crazy. If you like fruit, I like fruit. Let's talk about this fruit that you're eating. Okay. Um, And I got an interesting conversation about that. But if you just say like, hey, how you doing? Like, I don't fucking want to talk to you. Fuck you. Did you look at my pictures? Did you talk to me? Did, did you or did you even remotely try to express an interest in my interests? No, you said, hey, sup. Hey, sup is a terrible opener. It's don't respond it's to that. It's fucking atrocious. I have no desire to respond to a to a thing that is hey sup. Like for example, we're not on hey sup terms yet. No, we, you work we your, are not. You have to yeah. earn that. You you earn hey sup because hey sup is like oh hey I talked to you last week. I don't know what's going on with you now. Are you busy? Let's talk about how you're doing. What's, what's what's up? And honestly, if we're on Tinder, if we've been talking for a week and I don't have your phone number, I'm probably not going to keep talking yeah, to you. Yeah, no. If you haven't hit a phone number in a week, you y'all don't want to talk to me. Honestly, each other. I, I'm trying to get that phone number in the first day or two. I mean, that app is a pain in the ass. If you're chatting on that app, like you're not you're not actually chatting. Yeah, it's not a thing. Um, like at all. I, I mean, have- they only just installed gifts. 
what was I doing all those years on Tinder without being able to uh, put a, a good gif oh, in see, a conversation? You're the one I think that sent me gifts. You somehow like copy and pasted that shit in there. Yeah, it was a it was a complicated procedure. Now a, they have their own little thing in there. Yeah. No, like no. If 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 your conversation on Tinder is hey sup, you're not getting shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like if you comment upon anything in my profile, anything in my pictures, something that actually has to do with me other than like, hey, nice tits. Yeah, but like you do have nice tits. They're pretty great. You're not wrong. From they're, what I remember. They're pretty fabulous. I remember them being sizable. They are. They're proportional. They're they're proportional. Yeah. Like my ass is a little big, but my tits, my tits are proportional. What are you, like a C cup? Yeah. I, I fluctuate between a C and a D. <sighs> Let's see. We covered we covered the uh why why didn't that work out? Yep. We covered uh, some Tinder messaging mm-hmm. problems. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. Did did we get to a, an answer for Kyle? Just I don't know. I oh, think if if, yeah. if you're boring, then no one's going to talk to you. Yeah, don't be don't be a boring asshole. Be better. Yeah. I'm not saying you are a boring <laughs> asshole, Kyle. I'm just saying if one was, then they wouldn't keep talking. <laughs> I'll put it this way: if you're interesting and she remains available, she's going to keep talking to you. Yeah. If you're not interesting, she's probably not going to want to talk to you. I mean, to be fair, it works the same way in the other direction for women. Exactly. If you're not interesting, they're not going to keep when, talking. When I'm not you, interested so. with a woman, and I'm not going to, yeah, you let respond. it drift off. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. We were, and uh, even us, we were a mutual drift off. Yeah, we, we, it was a mutual agreement of like, we just, we don't have anything in common. Just, all right, moving on. Yeah. It just, I think, I think the location just really enhanced the wanting to make it work. Yeah. 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 Some people try to make it work for the kids. We were trying to make it work for the for, distance. For the distance. It was, it's like, so, it was just so easy. And you want to hear even easier though? Mm. The guest, okay, so Naked Podcast guest yesterday, yeah. Hillary. Yeah. yeah. Uh, after the, the episode wraps, we, we hook up. Mm-hmm. Because that seems to happen every time I get naked with a woman and talk on a podcast. Fair enough. You're talking about sex a lot. Yeah. So she lives mm-hmm. on this block, on just one street over. She lives over on... So close. In between, same spot. Uh, so we were like, yeah, because like I could literally open my... If we both opened our windows right now, I could shout and get her attention. That is amazing. So that's like a n- nice new convenient thing. I mean, to be fair, also, I moved... Um, well, now, well, yeah. Well, ever since you moved, that about became impossible. About a year impossible. ago, which is like, wasn't a thing. Yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> um, so, so we did that. Did Tinder? Mm-hmm. Did mm-hmm. Uh, threesomes? Did so? I gotta ask here oh, in a kind of strange please. thing. Like, Inter- are threesomes that exciting for other people? For, is that for just, normal is just like civilians, mind-blowingly, yeah. like this is this is the dream kind yes, of sex for a lot of people. That is. That's so normal to me, though. I know. It's such a weird concept because everyone's like, oh, my God, you have a threesome. And I was like, yeah. But also, do you know how much fucking work threesomes are? Do you know how much time and effort you put into that Just shit? To... And I got to be real. Like, when you're the third party coming in, you don't get as much out as you think you would. I'm putting that out there. Like, it's not nearly as good as everyone's like, oh, my God, that must be amazing. It's like, no, actually, it's a lot of I think you licking on... other people's parts huh. and you touching other people's things and you paying attention to their human being and much less attention happening to your genitals as you would want it to be. I think, uh, I think it depends on the threesome. Uh, Paige and I had a, really, had a threesome last month where really she was, that woman was the center of attention. Paige nice. was beating the shit out of her and, uh, and I was just following orders. See, that could be I, beca- really nice. I became like the assistant. I, I could was... <laughs> I could kind of see how that threesome would be a like, oh my god, mind blowing experience. Yeah. Mostly I think like in TV in particular, threesomes become a whole thing, like on the TV mindset. Like, have you seen the How I Met Your Mother episode? I of... haven't watched that show. These two guys are 
bestowing like god status on any guy who has a threesome and i gotta say no nah. i was going to sex parties before i had a threesome yeah i only had my first threesome a year and a half ago <laughs> there you know it's like i that's oh no longer than that i i only had my first threesome like two years ago mm-hmm. uh, i had been going to sex parties like for at least a year or mm-hmm. two at that point i think i so, think threesomes are honestly as open to bad sex as any other yeah. sexual situation absolutely so the way that everyone is like threesomes being a whole thing and like i mean no that's a cool thing to check off a list yeah i, I feel like it's yeah it's got to be a wish list item but as soon as you enter like the slutty world of like parties and poly yeah then you're like your checklists look a lot different they do they do you know yeah like what do you have anything even left on yours yeah. Anything you yeah. want to accomplish? I must, right? I must. Um, uh, nothing in particular, I guess. Oh, come no. on, come on, come on, come on. Like, I could see in your face it was, there was something that, that popped like, in Like, I head. have to have something on my checklist, but there's nothing, like, right now, like, I have, I've done the threesomes. I've done the more than the threesomes. I've done the, 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 the weird kinky acts I'm super into. I've done those. Okay. Like, wax play and rope play and fire play. And, and I just play dough and <laughs> yeah. play play and yeah all, all the plays that I'm Google play interested in playing at like and we hit the point of like I kind of done it and it's fun I really like it I like I really like wax play like that that shit's awesome it's warm and a little bit painful but not too painful and it's just so like, then where do you go from here right that's my question right now like what do i want to do that is super kinky that is outside of my bounds now like what what thing do i have to reach for that i haven't tried yet missionary i've done that it's fine yeah but like going back to missionary (laughs) like that's what i mean it's like at some point going back to normal regular vanilla coupled sex becomes kind of taboo and kinky i mean okay so i guess yeah but if you grow up in this or not grow up if you if you sexually grow in the scene like your first sexual experience is kind of already outside the norm and then you spend the rest of your life kind of just like continuing on in that path of like moving outside of it like what happens when you hit all of the points you wanted to try right right Wait, what do you what do you do yeah and i thought it was like normal sex and then i started having normal sex and super awesome really love it and now now what do i try mm, i don't know I'm gonna have to do some reading. I guess if so. anyone has suggestions for Jordan, yeah. uh, shoot me an email. Sharing I will pass them along. <laughs> like because I I love sex. I do. I really enjoy doing it. And I go enjoy going to parties. But after a certain point, like, what should I try now? Yeah. Well, Jordan, I hope you I hope you come up with that at some point. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for coming. Uh, <laughs> thanks for not making me wait six weeks or whatever. Well, I, I think you kind of did. I forget I did. when I asked. I did. It was fine. Yeah, uh, you asked in January. I was like, I'm available halfway through February. And I did put in my calendars. Like, uh, I hit up Jordan <laughs> then. Well, I mean, I do, I do appreciate you making the time. I know you, you're very busy between, you know, fingering all these people. Uh, so, so I appreciate that. Well, thank as, you for talking to me. This was nice pretty fun. Getting that done and getting out the way. I like how you were like, <laughs> I like before starting, you were just like, I'm so sorry we drifted off, but like, I actually do really want to be friends. I'm I like, do. I do want to be friends. We always have a fun talking about sexual things, at the very least. I'm, I, I've definitely become the default talk about sex friend yeah. at this point. Yeah, I could see that. That is like your main podcast theme. But I'm like, people, I can talk about dieting too. Uh, <laughs> Well, thanks for coming over and drawing some boobs and a, and a great pussy on my whiteboard to accompany my meh 
penis. Well, you know I what? There. I just feel like you need equal representation here. That's all. I agree. Yeah. Well, why don't you go ahead and uh, say goodbye to everybody? Bye, everyone. It was nice to meet you. Later. That's what I love about this show because, you know, if we had chemistry when we dated, I love that we still have chemistry months or years later when I call you to be like, hey, want to come do this weird podcast thing? And as you can hear, just still, you know, banging on all cylinders with Jordan. Losing her virginity in a threesome in high school. Oh, that's not fair. (laughs) Uh, I hope you all enjoyed this week's episode. Let me know what you think. I love hearing from you, whether it's on Twitter, email, Facebook, whatever it is, Reddit. I love hearing your feedback. So, you know, if you're on the Twitters, let me hear from you. I am at the Billy Presida. Make sure to use the hashtag ManWhorePodcast so I can find what you thought about the show. And if you want to say something uh, more privately, maybe it's longer than 140 characters, I answer all of my emails Send me your comments, your questions, or your booby pictures to manwhorepod at gmail.com. Join the conversation with your fellow fan whores on the Man Whore Podcast subreddit. There are individual comment threads for every episode. I also post pictures and my thoughts that are going on and any uh, important updates or news over on the subreddit. That is uh, for you Reddit people, r slash Podcast. Finally, I encourage you all to join our community of fan whores on Patreon. You can become an official fan whore for as little as $1 per month. We are closing in on 100 patrons as I say this. Let's make it happen. Let's let's cross the barrier. Go to patreon.com slash podcast. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash podcast. I mean, come on, you've got a dollar in your pocket right now. I know you do. Just count that spare change in your right pocket. I know you got it. I'm really excited about this weekend. I'm actually going to go to my first ever roller derby match. Oh, man, that's going to be cool. I'm just going to see some women fucking lay each other out. And I'm super excited for you to hear. And now I swear, I promise, next week is the week. Happy ending massage episode. It's finally here. Be patient and stay slutty.